So this is BT Rio Chapter Podcast number 10. Happy 2020, everyone. This is our first podcast for the year, first episode of 2020. And this is a podcast for teachers from and based in the marvelous city of Rio de Janeiro or anyone who is karaoke enough at heart. So we tackled some of the burning issues in ELT today with guests who are experts in their line of work and whose experience will contribute immensely to the wider teacher community. Podcasts will be recorded either in English or in Portuguese according to the nature of the topic. So today we're going to be talking a bit about active methodologies. And to get us started on the topic, there are two basic questions. Why is it important to build a relationship with your students to use active methodologies? And how does social and emotional learning help the active methodologies tasks? So our guest, Carolina Coelho, has been teaching English for 13 years. She works with children, teenagers, and adults. She has a postgraduate degree or postgraduate courses in English lang applied linguistics, right? English is a foreign language at Wayanship and pedagogical neuroscience at AVM. She holds a TKTs and FCE certificates. She has a certificate of teaching methodology by Georgia State University. She works at active methodologies, social emotional learning, nonviolent communication, and emotional intelligence. Welcome, Carolina. Hey, welcome. Thank you. Oh yeah, well, that's Thank a nice, you. nice little resume you have there. Social emotional learning and nonviolent communication, emotional intelligence, active methodologies. Um, certainly, a lot of the topics that we hear a lot today, right? They're kind of the buzz topics in uh, teaching and education, right? Would you agree? Sure, for sure. Uh huh. Uh huh. Um, and how do you feel about that fact that it has become a bit of a, let's say, a buzz? These things have become a bit of buzz topics. Do you think it loses a bit of the focus, or this is? Again, um, maybe a plus for the area. Well, um, as I studied a lot, uh, I believe that we have this uh, emotional filter, right. and we have to lower it, right? Mm -hmm. To to get into real uh, communication mm -hmm. with our students, mm -hmm. to really touch their hearts, and and to be able to really uh, assess their memories, their brains, because we can change their DNA, not exactly DNA, but their mm -hmm. uh, brains. Right. So right. to do that, we have to be very connected to them. Okay. So would you think it has to be a bit, or oh, it's connected to a bit of um, reframing the mindset that students might have about learning about themselves, right? Um, their, their, their confidence, how they see themselves uh, when they have to learn. For sure. Uh, I have a, a special topic about fixed mindset and growth mindset, mm -hmm. where uh, when we think about fixed mindsets, they're like uh, our abilities are the ones we were born with right. and we cannot improve them. Okay. And this is the fixed mindset. And most of our students uh, sees their mindset like that. Right, right. And we have to teach them that we have a growth mindset, mm -hmm. that we can learn anything we want. We right. just have to, to, to be there. True. Right, to to True. take the step to learn more. Right. And we can develop anything. 
and it's it's interesting because even for teachers this applies right because since there's so many new things on our plate as teachers right the fact that we have to think about these other areas of you know, neuroscience neuropedagogy um, active methodology as a whole it, it goes beyond some of the let's say the traditional techniques and methods and approaches that we, we study in language uh, centers right where we learn to teach or we learn how to teach so sometimes for us it's also a challenge right right especially for english teachers that work in english schools right and they have this trained mm -hmm. because of the methodology they have to to use like the, the everything they have to to, to follow because yeah. of the english school and they kind of get fixed so yeah. I have to show them that besides get, having this uh, methodology they have to follow, they can use different things. Right. They can change a little bit. True, true. So I think it's taking the idea of being a resourceful teacher to another level because we are resourceful within certain, um, let's say, ground, with certain frameworks, right? Teachers are very sure. creative. But um, if we work out of that framework or let's say we take away those tools, and the, the structures that kind of keep us together so as teachers we know what we're working with and we're familiar with those methodologies so we feel more comfortable but when we take that away then um, resourcefulness for most teachers it's also a bit of a challenge well, yes very much so and well talk a bit you, you you did a session for teachers about two weeks ago right um, right I, could, I couldn't make it but talk a bit about that it was with project wings right Yes, Project Wings. Right, talk a bit about that. Yes, uh, we work with uh, teenagers mm -hmm. because as I, I had a lot of researches, we focus a lot on children and we say that they are the future of the planet. Mm -hmm. And we forgot that between the children being adults, we have adolescents, teenagers. Right. And we kind of forget them. Mm. They... <laughs> they are a little like yeah. oh they're almost adults so we don't have to focus on them yeah. they they grow alone and <laughs> that's not very that's, the thing that's not true yeah that's not true for yeah. sure yeah. and we, we try to to help them to build relationships to right. be more empathic and uh, work a lot of, uh, a lot in their confidence mm -hmm. self-esteem True, true. Yeah, I think it's, and that's a good point because as you said, there's sometimes we kind of overlook that or we forget, well, yeah, they can, they can manage by themselves. And especially when you get teenagers, teenagers, there are teenagers that are very, um, I would say they're very self-sufficient, but they do, some of them are a bit confident or they try to appear as if they don't need our help. So we think that they don't. Actually, yes. they, and actually they, they kind of, desire they want us but please help me why don't you help me you know they, they don't ask it outright they don't say well i really want help but um you know we, we we kind of ignore that fact sometimes which is a good point we have to consider that yeah yeah okay. well but you want to get straight to the question i think it's connected to what you just talked about there right about building a relationship um and i want to ask you to think maybe um in in most of the traditional elt yeah, when we talk about ELT, uh, teaching, teacher training and stuff, we talk a lot about building rapport. But yes. how does this go beyond? Because you said it's important to build a relationship with your student to use active methodologies. Is it more than just rapport? 
Uh, I believe yes, because we, you can do the report, but you have to go beyond because you have to, to tell them, to teach them to deal with their emotions. Okay. We we don't we don't have this in our daily uh, activities. Mm-hmm. We don't think about our emotions, right. and uh, we have the emotions. And have the feelings. The feelings are the, are the rate. Uh, we have this ration. Yeah, the rational. Yeah, the rational. Yes, yeah. rational mm-hmm. thing. Yes. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. the emotions, the, the thing that leads us to what we want to do, mm-hmm. uh, we don't use them. I see. So we have to to focus a little bit more on that, to to create the the perfect environment. True. Because inside our brain we have a limbic system, mm-hmm. and this limbic system is like a very old brain, the first brain we have, okay. And okay. our brain developed to what we know today. Okay. And back then we had two, we had two things. When we saw uh, something happening, we had to fight or to go away. Right. Okay. Uh-huh. And this part of the brain is the first thing, the information we have around us that uh, to the process, the information around us, it's yeah. the first for the, the, the limbic system. I see. Right? I see. Yeah. So when you don't have something that's very calm, very comfortable, mm-hmm. the, this part of the brain tells us to go away. Right. Uh, okay. And this, it's just not the report. It's everything in the mm-hmm. environment that tells the, to this part of our brain that uh, we have to fight or mm-hmm. to go away. Yeah, the, the famous fight or flight uh, yes. reaction, yeah? Mm-hmm. Yes, mm-hmm. that's it. Yeah, yeah. And maybe that's what happens. Sometimes students, when they react a bit negatively or we, we, we see it as um, maybe indiscipline, lack of respect, um, I don't know, uh, unex- unex- un- unacceptable behavior sometimes. It could be a message to us that, or, or one way of them showing this reaction, maybe. For sure. Yeah. It's, okay. And it's, mo- it, it, it's not, they are not thinking about it mm-hmm. because this part of the brain, it comes before thinking. Right. It's more okay. like, uh, it's emotional. It's yeah. poor emotion. Yeah, very impulsive. Yeah, it's an automatic yes. reaction, right? Okay, okay, uh, great. So then, would you think when teachers, if, if teachers ask a question like, "How does this make you feel?" Do you think that would be valid in a classroom if you've been learning English and after you've done an activity with your students where they had to perform, they had to speak, they had to not just uh, maybe give them feedback about how how they did a language, but ask them how it made them feel. Do you think that would be valid? For sure, because uh, sometimes they won't be able to explain how they feel, mm-hmm. but they're going to start thinking about it. Okay. And that's important because they they start thinking, well, how how does it go, and how can I, I manage to be different? They start thinking, and that's mm-hmm. very important to to, to build uh, uh, their, their themselves to build their personality. Uh-huh. Okay. Yeah. So this is very important to shape what they who they are and stuff, right? Their ideas, right? Yeah. That's a good point. All right, cool. So then you talked a bit about emotional aspects. So how does social and emotional learning 
right as a subject um, help with active methodology tasks well um, because we have to focus to, to get them to participate for mm -hmm. the, the active methodology we have to to make them engage right so okay. to engage they have to be to be uh, comfortable in the classroom right Same. so when we see when we talk uh, when we teach about emotions and to, to be rational about what we want to do mm -hmm. it's not like oh i'm doing that but i don't know what to do right sometimes students are like that mm -hmm. they, they know they have to be in class they have to talk but they don't know why right. and the best way to do that that's why I have these problems with behaving. I see. I see. And when we use uh, the, the talk of emotion and to make them thinking, make them think about what they're doing, mm -hmm. it's important. And we have to, to, to get them in groups because they feel more comfortable with their pairs, with people like them. I see. So it's okay. Yeah. It's okay to put them in in groups, right? And pairs and groups, right? This interaction is very important because uh, sometimes one is more capable of doing one thing and the other is more capable of doing another thing. Mm -hmm. And they get uh, together, they mm -hmm. create a new environment, a small environment, a smaller environment than the classroom. I see. Oh, nice. And it, just, it helps to kind of, they, they kind of feed off of each other's confidence. So let's say the more confident student can end up maybe giving the other, you know, his, his, his or her classmates some more confidence, right? It yes. can rub off. It, it can, it's, it's a contagious thing, right? You have that, that, if it's contagious or the more positive they feel, then of course they can kind of pass that on to the others, right? That's it. Okay, cool, cool. Right. So in this case, when you do the, the, the sessions that you, you've done with your the teachers, right, the training session, the one you did workshops, do you actually give teachers some tips on the types of tasks you can do with, with them or with their students uh, related to active methodologies? Sure. We, uh, I gave them uh, some, some, some ideas, mm -hmm. okay, that can be adapted to all all environments not just english uh, classes all right all right so we can the problem is with active methodologies the students have to be the center of the activities all right the teacher is just monitoring them the it's just adjusting and taking care of time mm -hmm. and making them think a little bit more okay but the students have to be in in charge of their sure. own uh, learning mm. process so okay, okay. so it, that's it it has to be they have to be in charge yeah they have to kind of take the, the front seat right of it yes that's all why right. it's all active uh -huh. Uh -huh. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. and this the word is not there just for fun it's it's there yes. because it means something yeah uh, yes. they, they have to take a driver's seat they have to really really take charge of it that's it and we talked about two um methodologies mm -hmm. that's the pbl problem-based learning okay. and the tbl task-based learning i see and the, the the main part of them uh it's you give them a task or a problem to be solved 
And uh, so you give a you give a presentation on a topic, okay, that you want them to to learn. Mm -hmm. In this case, for example, uh, in English, I don't know, a verb to be. You give them an introduction of that, and you give a task or a problem to be solved mm -hmm. uh, that they need to use the thing you you show them mm -hmm. to uh, to solve this problem. Right. Excellent. So they. Together, they make uh, groups, okay, and they mm -hmm. create a solution to this problem ah, or to okay. this task, okay? I see. I see. And you give them a, a little time to prepare a presentation, and then they show to other students what uh, what they did. Yeah, right. Okay. Mm -hmm. And after everyone showed them, uh, showed other students what they did, you focus a little bit more on the language. Uh, accuracy. Okay. Okay. Right. But uh, everything we do, wh why we have to do that? Everything we do on our daily basis is to solve a problem. So I'm thirsty. I drink water to solve a problem. Okay. I'm hungry. I eat to solve a problem. So everything we do in our daily basis is to solve problems. True. True. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> our life is uh, surrounded by problems, right? <laughs> yes, small problems, bigger problems, but right. everything is based on that. Okay, right. Right. so they are doing something, uh, for example, in math. Oh, uh, I, I, I gave you five reais to go to the bakery and buy bread and butter. The bread is that, uh, that much, the butter is that much. How much can you get with five reais? Okay. It's something, it's a problem, it's a real problem they have to, to solve. Uh-huh. And how they're going to solve that? It's their it's their problem. It's their task right. to solve that. Okay? okay? And this is active, is related to their reality. Mm -hmm. And they engage much more like that. Ah, that's it. So it's a bit about more engaging them, right? That makes yes. sense. Okay, good, good one. So I, I think this is, is fantastic because again, as you said, you give them something, um, as as you mentioned, we have a brief description there. Um, active methodologies then it's much more of an umbrella term right it involves a lot of other um, practices techniques ideas like you mentioned PBL TBL um, problem-based learning and stuff so these would fall under the umbrella idea of active methodologies right yes that's it okay great great all right so this is good because this gave us a quick insight into what active methodologies is all about um, and uh, just for everybody to know, in case they want to get in touch with you and talk a little bit more, um, Carolina is available on Facebook as Teacher Carolina Coelho, right? All together. And yes. then there's Facebook page of Projecto.wings, right? That's it. And also on Instagram, the same thing, at the Teacher Carolina Coelho and at Projecto.wings, correct? Correct. Great. Thank you very much, Carol. This was great. It was great for us to at least get an idea of what Active Methodology is all about. Um, it's, again, as you said, it's very in vogue, but necessary, I think, more and more. So I was really glad to hear a bit about it and for you to share a bit of your experience. Okay? Thank you. I appreciate a lot the invitation. Yes. And thank you for your time. <laughs> no, that was no problem. Okay, so everyone, that was BT Rio Chapter Podcast number 10 look at active methodologies so we'd like to hear from all of you how does you know want to know how active methodologies work 
in your city, in your region, what you guys do with active methodology. And as I mentioned, if you want to get in touch with, with Carolina, I'm going to leave the all of her contacts in the info about the podcast. Or you can get in touch with us at Brass Tesol Rio Chapter. On Instagram, we are at BT underscore Rio Chapter. Okay? Thank you all. Bye-bye. I will stop here.